y'all. It's your boy, the one and only A Switch, aka the 235 time social distancing champion, aka the buttermilk biscuit bastard, aka. Put some barbecue sauce on my elbow and lick it real, real good. <laughs> uh, bringing you yet another episode of Switching Sites, um, episode eighty-four to be exact. Uh, today's date is December eleventh, twenty twenty. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, from last episode, my uh, my sleep schedule is still just just in shambles right now. So, uh, you're getting a show early, early morning, and I'll probably upload it as after I'm done or whatever and all that good stuff. But, um, yeah, so, and then also the game awards, I probably would have maybe recorded yesterday if the game awards wasn't happening. Uh, but you know what? I was like, that's going to be a big, big talking point of this show anyway. So I was like, let me postpone the show regardless until uh today um so there you go ideally probably trying to stick to the thursday schedule but we'll see how things go next week and whatnot but um yeah outside of this uh anomaly in terms of scheduling uh at least expect somewhat the same thursday rigmarole as you've had before so yeah there's that um, what else? I mean, it's December, so I mean, you know, that's always good. We, we, uh, almost there. Well, you know, <laughs> I assume most people are starting to take, this is generally around the time frame people start, uh, taking time off and stuff and working and whatnot. So, but either way, yes. So, um, for those that don't know, Switches Sites podcast is a podcast about gaming and nerd related stuff. So just in case you didn't know, now you do know. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the game wars, man, that's, that's the biggest probably, you know, news, uh, story of the year. Uh, probably, yeah, <laughs> probably afterward is probably going to be bare pretty, pretty slim pickings in terms of topics to talk about. So, uh, might do some game of the year stuff personally and things like that. Possibly I'll, uh, still figuring that out, but either way, uh, without the, without the dilly dallying, let's stop the dilly dallying though and get right into it. So, uh, game awards, 2020, uh, they took place. Uh, they started the pre-show at like three 30, uh, Pacific time, uh, I think technically six, four people in, uh, Eastern, at least though, I guess, depending on where you're at, but either way, uh, so you start off the pre-show. Um, I think they had a couple like, you know, not necessarily huge announcements, but some minor ones. Then they started running off, uh, not necessarily relevant. Um, let me rephrase that. Not, uh, some of the smaller, awards like esports and stuff like that um before the show started so i do like that format they uh you know did a 
just overall more uh, truncated, um, you know, refined, efficient uh, showing, uh, which they they technically have been doing the past few years, but at least this year feels uh, more notable uh, nonetheless. So, Um, but yeah, so um, just to uh, start off, because, man, it's it's a lot to (laughs) a lot to uh, decompress and dissect from this show. Uh, from from the the winners as well as the announcements because there's a lot of announcements as well as uh some notable winners uh some not really so surprising uh I don't even think there really was anything that was too surprising for me but either way uh just to get a recap especially for myself as well because uh, I I think mentally I was just more focused on the announcements than awards but the awards did stand out uh, some of them uh, as well so I say we will start off firstly with uh covering the uh awards the winners uh so let's 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 build it all the way up so esports team g2 sports this is probably uh yeah g2 sports i have no clue who they are esports hosts uh sejokes uh they they pronounced it differently so i know i butchered that i'm so sorry uh, esports game League of Legends. Uh, I mean, that's that's one thing about the game awards that I have. I'm kind of what's the word indifferent about in terms of like winners versus losers, uh, or you know what qualifies. Like, obviously, League of Legends is like what a twenty, no, probably like a fifteen like a 10 year old game. Uh, I guess you could say the same technically for Counter-Strike. Um, yeah, like what constitutes constitutes that to be, I don't know. Either way, I mean, League of Legends won. I mean, I know for a lot of people that I've, at least somebody from the outside looking in at that, you know, they highly praise League of Legends in terms of the competitive nature uh, of it. So, I mean, based off that, it, it, it deserves it, but it's like, how, how many times can it take this award? I feel like there, there needs to be some regulation there, or maybe there is some that we aren't aware of, but either way, there you go. Esports event league of legends, world championship, 2020, um, esports coach, Danny Zonic Sorensen, esports athlete, heel showmaker, shoe. Sue, uh, content creator of the year, Valkyrie, uh, multiplayer game among us. And that this is probably another, I don't know, uh, topic for debate where you have among us, which is technically a game that came out two years ago. So based off those grounds, it technically shouldn't qualify, but due to its like insane popularity this year, uh, it got included. So again, it's, 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 it's some weird gray, gray exception areas. That is just weird that, you know, technically this game shouldn't be, shouldn't be allowed based on the grounds that, uh, all of the games, at least what's to our, what's generally our knowledge, uh, is that the game has to have come out in this year or, you know, the cutoff uh, for the game awards, which I think it's some, it's like late November or something like that. So, um, 
yeah, that's, I, I'm just very, um, what's the word? Indifferent about Among Us winning based on those grounds specifically. Otherwise, it totally does deserve it, but it's just weird that Among Us, which is a game that came out two years ago, is winning multiplayer game of this year, which I guess obviously you can argue that because of the, the increased surge of popularity this year, that would, you know, allow that. So sports, best sports racing game, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, uh, which I totally didn't, I didn't catch that one. So that's good on Tony Hawk. That's probably technically the only sports game I've played this year. So, and uh, it's damn good. So I totally agree with that. Sim strategy game. Microsoft Flight Simulator. Um, interesting. I mean, I understand it though. It that that's a beefy game in general. A uh, family game, uh, <laughs> aka best Nintendo game, really. Because uh, let's see. Let me check the for this one. Let's check the nominees real quick. So you have Animal Crossing, Crash Bandicoot Four, Fall Guys, Mario Kart Live, Home Circuit, Minecraft Dungeons, Paper Mario, Origami King. So they did a little bit of a better job this year compared to the previous years. I know the previous years it was basically <laughs> it was basically best Nintendo game <laughs> essentially. Um but at least this year, yeah, it's definitely more diversity. A uh, lot of multi-platform games, Minecraft, Minecraft, Bat, Crash Bandicoot, Four Fall Guys, so that's good. Uh best fighting game Mortal Kombat 11. I think out of all of these, it definitely deserves it, at least in terms of the most notoriety, notoriety, as well as just the just the great like spectacle of uh, the guest characters they have put in the game, which I guess in this case doesn't uh, isn't a, a sound qualifier to base this this uh, award off. But either way, I mean, I think in terms of just the most popular and um generally pretty sound gameplay design and stuff like that. I think, I think it's a pretty good pick, uh, you know, compared to some of the other games, which are more, I don't know, maybe too niche. Um, yeah. So best RPG final fantasy seven remake. Um, kind of slightly disappointing. Yakuza like a dragon didn't make it, but at the same time in like my own personal, agenda type deal I kind of didn't want it to win because then that would encourage Ryuga Gotoku Studios to then uh, keep making like a, a Yakuza a turn-based RPG rather than a, a standard beat-em-up which personally I still prefer um, but hey it kind of worked out but I mean at the same time it's the first time it's ever gotten nominated in general um, so there is that. Uh, then there's there was a, a nominee-wise Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Rail, and Wasteland 3. So, Best action adventure game, Last of Us Part 2. Um, there it was competing against Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Orion Willowis, Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I, I'd say that uh, it, I mean, Ghost of Tsushima is really good, but I wouldn't put it as game of the year. It's really up there, but not 
game of the year or I guess best action adventure. So action game, uh, Hades won. Uh, Streets of Rage 4 was robbed. That was one of the nominees. Neo 2, Half-Life Alex, and Doom Eternal uh, were the others. But Gear, uh, Streets of Rage 4 was robbed. At least it got nominated, though. So that's good. Uh, innovation and accessibility. Last was part two on that, um, which it definitely deserved. Uh, it, it, it had a crazy amount of accessibility options that I've never seen in the game before. Like I was talking on Twitter about, but, um, yeah, it's like you could literally play the game in slow motion, uh, like throughout the whole game for people that, uh, you know, have, uh, disabilities in those areas and things like that. It just it, it's I, it's hard to even remember all the all the, the crazy amount of options you had, but it was definitely a, like a, the most impressive amount of accessibility I've seen in the game for sure. Um, that I've at least come across personally. Best VR AR game, which I have <laughs> no knowledge of, uh, Half Life Alex. So there you go, um, man. Uh, with that and ugh. I'm, I'm gonna need to. I'm gonna need to dip in at some point. Um, I'm curious of the nominees: Iron Man VR, Star Wars Squadrons, Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, Dreams. Uh, best community support: Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Um, like I get community support, where it's like you know, uh, support of uh, ongoing, well, essentially ongoing game. Um, I, 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 I'm curious what, what are the parameters to, I don't know, I guess just involvement with the community. I think based off that, then yeah, I guess I would agree. They, they probably, they did win Uh best mobile game among us won that. Um, I'm curious, maybe this among us did it recently come out on mobile, but I think again, it was on mobile as well for a for a while also uh best debut any game fastball phobia uh best indie game hades so hades i know a lot of people praise the hell out of hades i've seen you to play it see what all that all that fuss is about but um at least hades got got some licks in uh on best ongoing game no man's sky um at least from what i've heard i've never played it but i hear it it's gotten a lot of support in general like especially initially due to all the controversy about claiming the game is multiplayer but never seen anybody to play with and you're in the same exact area and stuff like that uh games for impact tell me why uh best performance laura bailey is abby the last was part two so um I totally, I, I agree. Uh, she did a good job as the character, even though I disliked her uh, for what she did in the game, which I won't spoil, but you know, I agree. I, I understand that. Uh, best audio design, Last of Us Part Two. Uh, I guess Resident Evil 3 could have maybe that but then again it's like I still have some issues with Resident Evil 3 in general but uh best score music Final Fantasy 7 remake I totally agree with that that had uh immaculate uh musical score uh best art direction Ghost Tsushima totally deserves it uh man just the graphical fidelity of that game is just impressive it's 
it was on PS4, but it looked like a PS5 game. So that's that's when you know it, it, it looks looking looking really good in the art direction department. That's the narrative. Last was part two. Pretty much disagree, uh, but I'm I'm kind of indifferent about it now. I feel like uh, and what I've been wanting to do is uh, replay the game to like solidify my feelings on it because I'm like I'm just very indifferent about The Last of Us Part 2 currently uh, at least from playing be- before I was holding out to see if there was going to be a PS5 patch or something that will make the game run better overall but at least as of so far it does not seem to be the case most anticipated game Elden Ring um Surprised the nominees got a war sequel that's that's valid. Horizon Forbidden West, Halo Infinite. <laughs> I mean, Halo Infinite, I think it lost, especially after the recent uh, announcement of uh, which we'll talk about later. Uh, Resident Evil Village, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild sequel. I'm surprised Legend of Zelda got beat by Elden Ring. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe. Yeah, I'm curious if this is fan voted or public i don't know that's game direction last was part two game and game of the year last was part two so damn i think the game this game took like six six awards uh if you count like the performance ones and stuff maybe six seven so last was part two making a killing killing everyone in this show um I enjoyed it, but I'm not, I'm just very indifferent about the story. That's why I have a hard time saying it's the game of the year, but I need to think about it more. I feel it's like I'm indifferent about it, but I really need to, I think, uh, after some time away, play it again to get more perspective on it. But, uh, all in all, Hey, those are your winners. Um, clearly, um, streets of rage four is missing from that. You know what? Hey, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna stress it. Not even gonna stress it. So, uh after that, moving on, probably the more more interesting uh aspect of the show, of course, is them game announcements. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, it is a lot. It was it was surprisingly a lot of announcements. Uh, overall, um, not including like new, brand new, like wor- world premiere announcements and stuff like that. So, yeah, let's, it's a lot. So let's try to go through pretty much majority of them. Um, Ones that stand out at least. Uh, Near Replicant, that was pretty good. They showed a pretty hefty uh, gameplay trailer. Uh, from near replicant i noticed a couple of changes from the original version uh like enemy layouts and uh so but all in all it looks really good looking really good um probably i'd say probably the biggest yeah i'd say probably the biggest announcement was uh out of nowhere um <laughs> they the jeff just started it off right right before the show started uh sephiroth Sephiroth is the next Smash DLC character. That is 
it's that's crazy for a lot of reasons. I say firstly is because um considering Cloud being in the game, um yeah, considering Cloud in the game, uh and how it seemed like Square Enix was very stingy with uh a lot of the additions to that game in regards to like I guess mainly music and costumes. Uh so that at least that led led a lot of us I, I would assume to believe that maybe the odds aren't as great that another Square Enix character would be included in the game and sure enough that was not the case. So uh yeah, Sephiroth <laughs> and that trailer was pretty funny in a lot of uh, for a lot of accounts, but Sephiroth uh in terms of the trailer starting out uh, Sephiroth just fucking just cutting the uh I don't even know what you call them the hands of 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 God or whatever, just cutting through it all and uh I mean when you think about that you initially possibly think maybe Virgil but either way pretty quick we found out oh shit Sephiroth Sephiroth descends into battle and uh yeah so <laughs> showed that then. <laughs> They show freaking Mario, <laughs> at least a silhouette of him, his ass getting stabbed by Sephiroth, which is just funny in a lot of ways. But uh, then, then they they uh fake you out. It's like, oh, oh, they just he just caught his uh caught his overall. So <laughs> uh, then fucking when they uh, uh Cloud started fighting Sephiroth, and <laughs> it's a little cool like Easter egg that if you uh you could you could easily miss it if you you aren't paying attention, but. Mario just gets his ass knocked out of the frame and it's like, no, this is between us. Uh, <laughs> all the memes and stuff I was seeing after that was pretty funny. Like <laughs> the freaking reactions of uh, <laughs> Cloud when uh when he hears Sephiroth's, uh, when he hears One Wing Angel, <laughs> which is pretty damn hilarious, man. Oh, man. Uh, internet is undefeated in a lot of aspects when it comes to Ah, new new announcements. Uh, that was great. Uh, wouldn't be my number one pick, but I'm totally fine with that. Um, you know, I love Sephiroth as a villain uh, and character. So, um, yeah, being able to play him in Smash. Oh, you bet your bottom biscuit I will. You bet it. And on top of that, he's coming uh, this month. So, before the end of this month, I assume maybe within the next couple of weeks or so, uh, I would assume before Christmas. Um, so that's pretty cool. Normally, like they all announce the character and normally it's like a month or two um, before they're uh, there. They uh, release. So this, that's pretty dope. Curious of the uh, if they're going to be very, again, strict in terms of like. Um, uh, similar to cloud in terms of costume choices and things like that. And you know, how strict square Enix seems to be with their IP in that regard. So, um, also a cool little Easter egg, which seems like that's going to be in the game is that, um, uh, if, if cloud does a final smash on, on Sephiroth, I think it's a, a unique smash, uh, compared to, any other, you know, opponents. So, uh, that's pretty cool. And then of course I think (laughs) 
What I feel like most everybody uh, uh, speculates after a new character reveal is <laughs> how is Kirby gonna act when he uh, when he uh, absorbs him. So you know you uh, saw like a mass amount of uh, Kirby Sephiroth memes and stuff like that, which is pretty pretty great all around. So all all in all, very satisfied with this and uh, this character. Um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna be playing him, uh, messing with him when he when he drops, but. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he's not no, uh, Billy Lee, Billy and Jimmy Lee, uh, Double Dragon or Battletoads, um, or Axel from Streets of Rage, but you know what? I'm fine with it. We got three more slots left of characters. We'll see what happens after that. Then just, just with the consistency, Perfect Dark. Uh, was officially announced as well at the Game Awards. So we got a little CG trailer uh, of Perfect Freaking Dark coming back. Um, we'll pretend zero didn't happen, uh, but I mean, it could happen. Actually, it was it was decent. It wasn't horrible, but it was decent. It was just disappointing from from the caliber that Perfect Dark once was. So uh, this was rumored a while ago, but it's, it's good now we got confirmation. Uh, that it is for sure in the in the works by the initiative, which was the rumor initially as well. So new perfect dark. Uh, I believe there was a couple of details regarding it, at least in a uh, a follow up interview of it. Uh, I think they said it was going to be very similar to very similar to um, what you would call it. very similar to uh deus ex in a sense in terms of the espionage aspect you know uh kind of like 007 which technically had, as since his spiritual successor to uh um it was it, at least the first game was a was a spiritual successor to uh 007 since they couldn't get the license in for a second game i believe so uh at least in the it, it was an interview i guess recently um uh, there will be espionage, reconnaissance, tricking people, getting to places unseen, gadgets, wild, wild guns, which is, that's my favorite aspect of the game. Female lead character, female secret agent, world corporate crime, echo sci-fi, ecological disaster on a global scale. Corporations came in. Blockbuster secret agent vision. What's a secret agent? It's also something we have to treat very carefully. Um... Okay, yeah. So essentially, what Perfect Dark has been, or has been uh, at least uh, from the previous game. So good to know. Good to get that reassurance, you know. Good to get that reassurance. And man, this shit. Wah, my goodness, they they just keep came. They just kept coming with these these announcements. Back for Blood. Uh, actually, they revealed uh, trailer and gameplay. Uh, so for those that may not know, Back for Blood uh, is a spiritual successor to the Left for Dead franchise. I guess um, whatever disagreements they uh, disbanded from Valve, and now they're on their own making a uh, making Back for Blood, which is <laughs> it's a pretty cool play on words and uh, a reference to Left for Dead. Um, you know, a, it's a <laughs> literal direct reference to Left for Dead, which is pretty dope. So. Um, 
I know the game was announced a while back, but it was a while until we heard about it. I think maybe two years or so, I believe. But either way, we finally got gameplay in the trailer. So you definitely see a lot of uh, obvious inspirations uh, from Left 4 Dead in terms of just the overall the gameplay. Uh, again, it's for for uh, characters, at least what the the trailer and gameplay implies four characters and you know uh zombies uh traditionally like left for dead fashion then uh these abnormal monsters where you know essentially playing the roles of like the hunter walker spitter and all the various left for dead uh enemies there so um <laughs> they look like they look like knockoffs of those monsters but at the same time they're kind of unique in their own thing then they had this huge monster, which I guess maybe possibly is the equivalent of a tank from Left 4 Dead, but it was like way bigger, like like giant uh, in size. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see how that plays out. And then you saw some aspects of the weapons where it seems like they possibly might be customizable, which Left 4 Dead didn't hasn't done before. Pretty much all the weapons were default in terms of like there wasn't any room for customization, but maybe that could still be the case, but it was weird. I there that the gun looked like it was, a. Uh, it seemed like it was, in, it seemed like there was an implication that it was customizable just going based off the fact that there was a red dot on the, um, on the, the one gun they showed in the gameplay. But again, that could just be, you know, again, a, a default gun that just has that on it, but who knows? So <laughs> would like, would like to see if, um, you know, what they do different to Left 4 Dead to maybe further, um, kind of uh improve on what they did previously with the two first two games of Left 4 Dead. So, all in all, it looked really good. Graphically, looks good. Uh, uh, I like the com- uh increased communication now. It seems like they're uh the characters are communicating more than they did in Left 4 Dead. But then that's just a minor uh, observation that t- could totally be irrelevant. But um, yeah, uh, interesting one was a uh, hood hood outlaws and legends. It looks like um, Assassin's Creed and For Honor. That's probably yeah the best, I guess, comparison. Where it's like. You get the stealthy kind ofness of Assassin's Creed along with the brutalness of For Honor in terms of just the intense gore and like graphic, like, uh, uh, you know, killing of uh, enemies and stuff. So that looked kind of kind of dope. Uh, another big one, the Callisto Protocol. At first, I was like, no, this is not Death Space. No, it's not. And uh, it was close because it was actually. Um, it actually is by the same devs that made uh, Dead Space, uh, but you know it, it basically is roughly in the same genre, sci-fi horror, uh, which is uh, I'm I'm actually very interested in to see uh, how that's going to play out. But I would assume it's somewhat close. A lot of references to uh, Dead Space, so uh, definitely keeping that on the radar. Uh, Warhammer Forty Thousand uh, Dark Tide that that was looking pretty good based off that gameplay. Um. Oh yeah, there was a, a lot of uh game pass announcements. 
uh, uh, interesting one, Among Us, uh, specifically for PC, not not console Game Pass. Um, and then one of the one of the best. Finally, we get we hear news. Uh, Yakuza uh, three through six uh, is uh, coming to Game Pass, and also it's coming to uh, Steam, um, a Windows Store, and yeah, no, those were the only ones. So that's pretty dope. Uh, so pretty much soon you'll be able to play the whole Kiryu collection, uh, of Yakuza. Uh, so you have no excuse It's free. I mean, you know, if you got game pass, so you just get game pass and play, play it. Cause Yakuza is great. You know, you're doing yourself a disservice. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, doom eternal, which we knew about, um, I was pretty it in terms of just the standout games coming to Game Pass, at least for me, that got my attention. Um, Disco Elysium, 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 uh, the final cut. Um, I believe they are adding VO to all the dialogue, which that's pretty big in of itself. Uh, there was something else. There was something else. I think that was the biggest part. Um, yeah, that was the big notable part. And it's a, it's a free upgrade if you have the original version, which I, I was mad when I was seeing the trail. I'm like, son of a bitch. I just freaking just, just bought this collision. They just had a recent um game of the year, uh, game award sale, which I guess maybe previous and current games nominated were at a discount. I'm like, you know what? I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about this game. It seems like something I would, uh, I would, I would uh, get into. And I was like, yeah, let me, let me, let me tr- try it out. And yeah, sure enough, it's like Disco Elysium, the final cut. And I'm like, oh, do I gotta buy it again? But no, they said us uh, a free upgrade for existing people. Also, it's coming to console as well. I believe uh, PS5 first, and then later I think Switch and Xbox. I want to say so. Um, I'm not sure about PC. I would assume PC uh, will be along with PS5 when that when that drops as well. So, um, Dragon Age, which uh, I know some people are excited for, I've not really ever gotten into that series. Um, when that stands out. Oh yeah, Warframe getting uh get getting Unreal Tournament DLC. That's that's just interesting. Uh, I think we got a new trailer for Black Ops Cold War and Warzone, which is pretty dope. Had a new character who I guess has has a vendetta for uh, I believe his name is Adler from the from the, the single player story. Uh, so that's interesting. Um, Arc two, <laughs> just uh, just weird all around. So Arc two uh, had a reveal trailer with uh Vin Diesel. I can't even do his voice. His voice is so distinct and like unique. I was just trying to we gotta we gotta get we like we gotta get our home. I don't know. It's it's just way more gravelly than mine, so I can't even <laughs> I can't even do it. Um yeah, that was just it was weird. It's weird like seeing Vin Diesel and out of his like traditional element, you know, like how some characters are just typecasted. Um, 
where in this case, Vin Diesel would just seem like he was out of place as a freaking tribal, you know, man. But, you know, hey, I thought at first it was a it was a Horizon Zero Dawn uh, trailer or something. But nope, Arc 2. <laughs> Shouts out to some of the media uh, that's making jokes. <laughs> Uh, the one, uh, the one guy from uh, <laughs> Giant Bomb, Ben Pack, he's like <laughs> the past and the furious. I'm like, uh, I gotta, I gotta, gotta give you praise for that. Uh, somebody else, what was it? Uh, somebody from GameSpot, they said, uh, what was it? Um, damn it, let me let me look it up real quick, cause it's relevant. <laughs> because it's relevant. Because only because oh yeah, Horizon Diesel Dawn. <laughs> it's so stupid, but I'm like God, that's it's good. It's good. It's, it's stupid but good at the same time. Uh, so there was that. Uh, I've never played Ark, uh, the first one, so I, I have no clue what that game uh, implies. They also did an uh, announced that Ark, the animated series, that I'm I'm assuming is going to supplement the arc two game in some, to some extent, uh, fall guy season three, uh, was announced as well. Uh, seems to be a lot of, um, a lot of Christmas theme stuff, uh, at least for this season, it seems like, um, Ash Williams coming back. And Evil Dead the game. Groovy. So there was that. Um I'm not a big Evil Dead fan, but that definitely piqued my interest in uh, you know, trying it out for sure. So um oh yeah, Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection. So Ghosts and Goblins is being remade. Uh in this weird like I get like a weird Tim Burton vibe where it's like uh um, the characters are like hand, like puppet, like, if that makes sense, like a puppet kind of motion, if that makes sense, hopefully I'm, I'm conveying what that means, but either way that, uh, seems to be the direction they're going into at least initially. I like it, but I think after maybe after some time it might go get old, but I don't know. We'll see. So. Uh, now supposedly that was made in the RE engine, but I don't see how how the RE engine helps that type of game. But either way, apparently it's an RE engine. Well, we may find out more about it, but it's coming soon. Though. I think February, March, I want to say. Yeah, at least a lot of the games I've seen so far, they're coming in March. So March is about to be a pretty, pretty packed, uh, pretty packed month, it seems like. Um, and then that was announced alongside Capcom Arcade Stadium, which I guess is some, it seems like it's, uh, one of those, um, uh, games that it'll give you like a couple games to start off, uh, like, of from Capcom's arcade backlog, but then any other ones that you want specifically, you have to buy them separately or something like that. I believe at least that's what was, I think what was, um, was implied at least uh, Microsoft flight simulator coming to Xbox series X S in summer 2021. Uh, they did show a, a new trailer for Returnal. It's kind of messed up. They like, <laughs> 
think for a lot of people, uh, we thought it was a uh, Silent Hills because uh, they just did a really weird fake out of opening the door that looked like Silent Hills to some extent. But uh, that was not the case. It was a Returnal. So uh, gameplay wise, it looks looks unique. Uh, definitely looks like something I would play. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, they announced a new character for Rogue Company. Um, oh, Outriders. They, I think they, they show just a new trailer. They didn't necessarily show any gameplay. Um, oh, yeah. Joseph Ferris, <laughs> the infamous guy from the, the, the Game Awards previously, uh, a.k.a. Fuck the Oscars. Um the drunk belligerent guy that was actually coincidentally a de- developer for their new game at the time, which was um, a way out. But uh, the new game, it takes two, which basically is seems like a, a married couple that somehow got transformed into puppets. And now they're trying to, I guess, presumably figure, figure out how to not be puppets anymore. But um, it definitely is still, continuing the um continuing the uh co-op co-op focused uh angle uh which is definitely a pretty i mean a way out was pretty good i i, I did enjoy it so uh, it totally makes sense but uh this is more kind of a disney um it feels disney slash you know family friendly vibe to it compared to a way out, which was more gritty and like, you know, mature. So I don't know. Doesn't seem like didn't really speak to me at least, but, um, I don't know if I was playing, you know, one night I was bored, want to play with somebody maybe. Um, but it's weird. It seems like it implies it's for like couples or, you know, like, uh, playing with your girlfriend or boyfriend or something like that. Um, Elder Scrolls Online, it doesn't matter because it's not Elder Scrolls 6. <laughs> I'm sorry if I hurt anybody else. Really, a Elder Scrolls Online fan. I'm so sorry. Um, Monster Hunter Rise. They showed a little bit of a new trailer. Uh, they showed some, uh, a, a couple new monsters, which look pretty dope. Um, and they also revealed that there's going to be a demo. Um, in January, I believe. So pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, Evil West, which is a weird. I feel like this. There's got to be a term for this where it's like it's the initially the Wild West, but like technical, technical Wild West or futuristic Wild West. It feels like where uh, the dude look like a traditional, you know, uh, cowboy, but then. He has this, they revealed he has this like weird gauntlet on his arm that like surges electricity or something like that. I mean, based off that alone, I am interested. I ain't gonna lie, but just weird. That seems to be a, like a theme I'm starting to see more and more now. They also um, revealed the Scarlet Nexus, which is basically uh, the new game from, I think, Bandai Namco. Um, where it's like, it's actually, they didn't really reveal too much actually from a gameplay standpoint. At first I thought it was, I thought it was, um, what was it? I thought it was, um, Damon, Damon X Machina or something like that, but it wasn't. 
Um, I am up because I am up. That's <laughs> that's the best I can tell you. I don't I don't know how to how to dice it any other way. Um, Among Us they showed a new airship map. Uh, it looks it looks like it looks totally different than like traditional Among Us gameplay, where they added a couple new interesting like I guess interesting um i don't know factors of the map where like you can go down ladders uh you can choose where to spawn after a meeting discussion uh which is interesting um so it seems like it's like a whole new update in a map but i i assume just that map and then like the previous maps will be the same or who knows they might add those like updates to the other maps who knows uh, looks like, uh, those rumors were true with, uh, Master Chief, uh, being in Fortnite. Cause they did drop that with some weird, like red versus blue cameo type thing, which was just weird. You know, got Ninja talking to red versus blue people about Master Chief. I guess there's going to be a map that you can... <laughs> essentially play halo in Fortnite, which is just weird in of itself, but okay. Yeah. And then on top of that, they freaking announced Michonne and Daryl Dixon from walking dead as well. So it's like, at this point, it's like, who, who is not in Fortnite? You know, who, who isn't in Fortnite at this point? It's like everybody and their mama is in Fortnite, which I don't understand, but whatever. Yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting. The spawn locations for uh, um, Among Us are gonna be pretty gonna gonna be interesting to spice spice the gameplay up. I think for sure. Um. Oh yeah, I guess some musical artist for Rocket League season two. Um, I ain't gonna lie, that music was jamming. I was I was uh I was bopping my head to it. Right? I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Um, just cause mobile, which is I I all right. Okay, I guess. Um, but you know, hey, if there's if you're into that, if you only have a mobile phone, there you go. Fallout seventy six, there's a trailer for a uh, new DLC uh as well. Um Oh yeah, Metal Honor above and beyond the the, <laughs> the VR game that is gonna kill your hard drive. <laughs> Three hundred gigabytes for that. Uh, that seemed pretty cool. Um, if I were to get VR, I would, uh, definitely, that would be one of the games I'd get. Uh, this, the, the VR is getting more and more tempting. Uh, at some point I will, I will dive in, but, um, I forgot there was one really dope game. I think I, I missed it. It looked like, it was like a mix between, um, what was it? It was a mix between, Dragon's Dogma, Dragon's Dogma and Assassin's Creed kind of, yeah, that's probably the best mix I could think of, uh, between all of those. And it was, it was looking real good. It was something pariah, pariah, something. What was it? Let me refer real quick. It was called... It was made. It's made by a Korean uh, development team. 
and uh it looked the the cutscenes look good and um what was it Scrolling through all these uh, <laughs> Sephiroth and Smash memes are just really great. Pearl Abyss. Yeah, I think, yeah, Crimson, Crimson Desert, Pearl Abyss. Yeah. I didn't know that. I did not know that Black Desert. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, well, even though I've, I've not played that, but. Yeah, that game was looking really awesome. That definitely for sure put it on my radar, uh, for sure. Then the last announcement um, was uh, Mass Effect will continue. So <laughs> that's the confirmed sequel, Mass Effect subtitle will continue. <laughs> it's like, all right. Even though I think uh, they already announced that or revealed that. So, you know, I mean, for, for the hardcore fans, maybe that was really really I don't know assuring but uh you got Liara she's like looking looking and I think you saw like um Rex I think in a couple of the 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 main squad in the background I want to say um yeah I mean yeah I don't know uh I was talking about it on Twitter but I think um my issues is that due to the recent departures at BioWare uh, mainly the people that were working on this game, I believe it's, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, cautious, cautiously optimistic as at this point, I'm a pretty decent Mass Effect fan. I played through the whole trilogy and I did enjoy it. Uh, we're just not going to talk about Andromeda that, that didn't exist. I think, <laughs> I think EA themselves <laughs> pretend that game doesn't exist. So, um, we'll see. I don't know. I would have liked some more substantial, I guess, than just Liara looking at something and Mass Effect will continue. <laughs> when, though? <laughs> we'll continue in 2030. Like, oh, we're in the same time that Mass Effect is in now, whatever. I'm totally, totally BSing, but you know. So, yeah, all in all, um, just to recap of the Game Awards, I think it was really awesome. Um, show this year uh the pacing was really good uh, i think um the the game announcements really spoke to me like a good majority of the games really spoke to me in terms of like uh, uh games that i did want to play uh for sure um probably the biggest highlights of course Sephiroth, perfect dark uh and back for blood that looks looking really really good looking really scrumptious so uh, Clist the Callisto Protocol that looks pretty pretty dope. It's like so many games that like it's hard to like you know uh pick just one you know. But all in all, uh, very satisfied. I mean, there were some some missing ones that uh, I think a lot of us were speculating might be there. Did not see anything for Elden Ring. Didn't see any uh no Silent Hill uh remake reboot whatever maybe still silent hills we still don't know that yet uh didn't see anything regarding the rumored uh metal gear remake uh by blue point games um but you know what beggars can't be choosers you know we're gonna take what we can get but you know there's still more time but yeah a lot of those rumors have been spreading around 
Um, but I, a lot of people were speculating that it would be at the Game Awards, but at least after the fact, that does not seem to be the case. Um, but hey, you know, it's fine. Uh, we didn't see anything regarding that Ninja Gaiden Sigma collection, which I thought that was going to be like a for sure, for sure, uh, shut in that, uh, I, I thought he was going to be the next character in Smash. They would reveal, they would announce the Ninja Gaiden Sigma collection because I believe Switch was one of the platforms, if not the only platform. And then they would reveal Ryu Hayabusa for Smash or whatever. But you know what? I'm fine. I, I'll take Sephiroth. I mean, <laughs> yet another sword character DLC, <laughs> a sword character in Smash. But you know what? It's like, it's fine. It's Sephiroth, though. <laughs> It's Sephiroth though. It's like, uh, it's a sword character, but, but it's Sephiroth though. So (laughs) take what you could get. Uh, well, there you go. So, uh, that was the game awards in a nutshell. Again, shouts out to, uh, Jeff Keighley. Uh, I know this show was probably a nightmare to freaking organize and orchestrate under, you know, these trying times, trying weird, unprecedented times we're in uh, currently. So, um, yeah, moving on, uh, and, and, and more depressing news, at least for me as a fan, uh, Halo Infinite, uh, delayed to fall 2021. It hurts. It hurts a lot. It hurts too. It really hurts. Um, yeah, I mean, considering the, the initial trailer for Halo, Halo Infinite that, you know, obviously a lot of people did not like, did not enjoy. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was, uh, it was a little rough, you know, good old Craig, good old Craig got his fame infamously, you know, based off that. So, I mean. Yeah, uh, I guess what was really concerning, though, is that like that, like, you know, considering all the promotional stuff and like, you know, Monster Energy and like Doritos and all all these uh, companies, you know, giving you DLC and stuff for it and whatnot, that uh, they were really dead set on this coming out uh, at the launch of the Series X, which is when you think about it, it's like kind of somewhat concerning because it's like. Man, we probably would have got a horrible game and that would have totally like tarnished Halo yet again, the Halo legacy. Halo 5 is is good in a lot of ways. I'd say single player is not one of them, but I really did enjoy the multiplayer. But um, yeah, it was a good call either way. You know, I mean, I'm all for delays, um, all for delays uh, as long as it makes a game better. Um which at least in this case, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's longer than expected, but you know, it's, it's a pretty good, pretty, pretty good, uh, series. You really need to get into it. It's really good. It's really good. It's really good. You got the Halo Master Chief collection. Uh, it is on PC too. I forgot. So there's, there's no excuse. Just, just saying, um, but, uh, yeah, man, that hurts. That hurts a lot. But I mean, at least I have Halo Master Chief Collection to hold me over until this comes out. And who knows? I know, um, they, uh, talked, talked and invited the idea that Halo might, um, 
Halo may be Halo may um they could do a segmented model where like they'll release multiplayer separately and then maybe the um the single player may come later down the line or something like that, possibly maybe. Uh but they did they did say that they were possibly looking into that idea. So who knows? We might get Halo Infinite multiplayer sooner and then maybe they might release the campaign later or whatnot. But all in all, I mean, whatever time they need to take, take it. I know like the recent I think the recent developer they uh from Bungie they wanted to look like oversee Halo this Halo specifically. They he left recently, so it's like uh it's like it's, it's it makes you think like what's really going on there, what's causing all these issues. But you know, the outside looking in. But at least from their their newsletter, they they seem to be very transparent about like you know what the issues they're coming across and what they're working on and stuff like that. So who knows? Who knows? It still hurts, but you know what? Take your time. Take your time. Three four three. It will be here for you. Halo three. I mean, I just got a Series X for nothing. <laughs> no, nah, they told us we already knew this before, but it is it is it is like a, it is like a little stab in the heart where, you know, you got Halo, you got Master Chief on the uh, on the promotional uh, artwork on the back of the Series X. And then <laughs> if you pre-ordered Halo Infinite from Best Buy, <laughs> they they sent out, which is is, is kind of it, it's kind of hurtful in a sense where if you pre-ordered Halo Infinite from uh Best Buy, they uh had a um they had a um a action figure or or my bad a statue that uh I guess was you know supposed to come with the game, but <laughs> since the game got delayed, they just sent you the the um the statue. So now you just got this statue and no game to to come with it anytime soon. So you're like, oh okay, all right, I got this. All right, I'm just going just gonna marvel over this Master Chief statue until Halo Halo Infinite comes out a whole year from now, but okay. It's fine. It's okay. So hurting. Hurting. Hurting, Rachel. I am hurting. Pain. <laughs> pain. Pain. That's all it is. Just pain. <sighs> Moving on. Um... Some pretty revelatory news. Uh, Max Payne. Uh, I do love Max Payne, but no, no, just pain, just pain. Uh, Oscar Isaac has been cast to be Solid Snake in the Metal Gear Solid movie. I think he is a perfect candidate for Metal uh, Solid Snake for sure. Um, So at least considering all the gears that have been going on in the background, at least from what we know so far from like, I think Jordan Volk Roberts in metal gear, um, who's going to be the director of this move of this movie. Uh, just the fact that he's been communicating closely, uh, at least seems somewhat pretty often with Hideo Kojima himself. I think he, uh, he was a cameo in the, uh, death stranding game as well. um, definitely gives me a lot of confidence in, in this movie gonna uh being real good or at least if if at the very least being faithful to um the metal gear uh solid series as a whole so um 
Yeah, that's a, it's a really good pick. It's a really good pick. Uh, I think what's funny too, I think in an interview, he was like talking about like if, was it, it was something like if he wanted to do a movie or if if he were to be in a Metal Gear movie or something, it, what, who he what, who he would want to be or something like that. And he was like, Solid Snake. So he clearly has some knowledge of the series as a whole and whatnot. But, you know, uh, thank you, Boss Logic, for, you know, putting that in the universe with all his dope uh, fan art and stuff and mock-ups and, uh, you know, <laughs> putting him as Solid Snake. But he does look good. So who knows? Uh, um, it definitely gives me more confidence in this movie actually being pretty good, but we'll see. But I think uh, my biggest issue with video game movies is I feel like um, the the directors either one or two things, either they don't care about the material themselves or aren't necessarily a fan of the material, which those are both like issues in of themselves or they just don't care about the original material of the games and stuff and just decide to neglect it and just say fuck it and just do their own thing and think it's going to be good enough which is never never the case a la uh monster in a movie like who who who's right idea who's bright ass ideas to do that chinese joke Ugh. But you know what? Let me let me stop because I'm going to rant and I, I don't want to rant because I'm just going to throw shit in the room, which I don't feel like doing. So, but all in all, very solid pick. Um, yeah, I'm just very curious to see. Man, when we see that first trailer, that first trailer is going to be be very pivotal, pivotal for sure. It's going to determine everything. So we'll we'll see. But at least that so far now, it definitely is uh, making me more confident in this movie potentially being pretty good. So moving on. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Um, so <laughs> this is just, man, it's, it's, it's weird. How can you like, how can this happen? But apparently for people who play Cyberpunk 2077, Hopefully you don't uh, aren't epileptic because uh, apparently uh, there's a lot of uh, scenarios in the game that uh, could potentially cause epilepsy uh, based on, you know, those triggers uh, for those sensitive in that that sense. And uh, yeah, so that's the case with Cyberpunk 2077 that it could cause epileptic episodes. Apparently. Uh, it, this is in the UELA and user licensing agreement, which nobody ever reads. So that's mm, no, not really, not really good. You should probably put that before the game starts. So I believe they recently, they patched that in where there is a warning about, uh, you know, uh, the cause of epileptic seizures and stuff. So, uh, that's good. That's just, man, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that, that sounds like a big no-no for people that are sensitive to that, but you know what? Hey, so just a PSA for those that may be sensitive to epileptic seizures. That's, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've yet to play cyberpunk, but, uh, yeah, that's just, that, that just sounds like a big no-no. That just sounds like a legal lawsuit waiting to happen, but you know, 
considering uh the supposed success of cyberpunk it um it is good to um see that uh um well i mean <laughs> one they'll probably be able to pay for it but still that's still horrible in a lot of fronts so either way uh moving on uh gears five uh they dropped this uh single player dlc trailer or technically co-op but uh, called High Busters. Um, so it's a uh, three-player co-op, split screen, or online. Um, so it's basically the, uh, I forgot, is it called High Busters? It's basically a dedicated mode in Gears where it's um, not Horde, but it's it's somewhat, no, it's not really Horde, where it's basically you're trying to escape. You get, I guess, how you start to go into the hive, you get abducted by these monsters that basically specialize in abducting people and I guess ultimately converting them to locusts. But in this scenario, uh, that that mode, you would get captured and then you're 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 supposed to uh, destroy the base you're 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 captured in and then escape. Oh, I think it's called escape, actually. Yeah, I think it's called escape. But either way, uh, there is generally three main characters of that, that mode, uh, which, um, seem to be the, uh, the, the main characters in this DLC. So, um, roughly a three hour campaign set in the volcanic Galangi islands. Um, I think, uh, it was pretty dope though. It was a lot of cool, interesting tidbits in the trailer. You saw, I guess, uh, uh, coal, Cold train runs on whole grain, baby. Woo. Uh, Cole's daughter in the, in the game. It seems like uh, at least what people are speculating. And then you see uh Colonel Hoffman uh, as well. He's in a wheelchair now. So that's interesting. So at least for, for a gears fan like me, I'm definitely excited for that. Uh, of course it will have the Xbox series XS optimizations and all that good stuff. Um, a $20 standalone, but it is free if you have Xbox Game Pass as well. So all in all, that's really good. It's coming out December 15th as well. So, I mean, huh. <laughs> this back catalog is, is, is getting big. It's getting real big. Ugh. It's like literally a lot of shit is coming out December 15th. <laughs> oh, boy, man, it's going to be a busy ass fucking Christmas. Let me tell you. <laughs> Ah oh, man, uh, but hey, first world problems, am I right? Am I right? Uh, last topic as well. Uh, freaking, of course, uh, freaking uh, Disney wanted to drop all this while the Game Awards was going on, which I wasn't even paying attention to. But uh, Disney had their, I guess, what they call in- investor day, which is a little weird. You feel like Disney would be less transparent about that, but. Either way, they did, and boy, they was dropping some heat. They was dropping some heat. So at least for Marvel specifically, a huge onslaught of trailers for Marvel. Uh, WandaVision, they showed a trailer for WandaVision. They showed the trailer for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They showed a trailer for Loki. Um, uh, What If, which was a pretty cool, like, what if scenario for, like, um, it seems like one off episodes of what if like, I think they showed if Peggy Carter was captain America or something like that. Uh, it seems to be that kind of, I guess, um, direction they're potentially going. 
uh, some news like Ironheart, which is set to star uh, Dominic Thorne as Riri Williams. Uh, Armor Wars was supposedly going to be um, star Don Cheadle. It's just it's a lot. It's a lot. It's too. <laughs> it's too much. It's like it's like almost an overwhelming amount of like news they dropped. Um, Jesus. Yeah. There's going to be a freaking Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special on on in 2022 it's like it's weird for specific for a holiday special but I, I mean all right uh yeah so i am groot a series of short films starring groot you know this is gonna be just i am groot and then that's the show so <laughs> it's literally just like five seconds i am groot <laughs> credits roll no um some interesting tidbits. He did at least confirm that Black Panther 2 will not recast and that uh, the late Chadwick Boseman, um, R.I.P. Um, the film will be directed by Ryan Coogler and is still set for July 2022. So I think the biggest likelihood of this is that it's probably going to be um, uh, Shuri who's probably going to take the mantle of Black Panther or, you know, I forgot. I think she's her, her her own unique character in the um the movies. Freaking a third Ant Man film, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, uh, is a, is was confirmed to be in development. Uh, Peyton Reed will direct. Uh, Paul Rudd will be returning. Evangeline Lilly, I believe, as the Wasp. Michael Douglas as the original Ant Man, and Michelle Pfeiffer as the original Wasp. Um. And then I guess they're going to have Kang the Conqueror as the as the villain, uh, supposedly one of the Marvel's biggest villains. I'm not familiar with Kang the Conqueror. I need to I'm gonna look this up real quick. Kang the Conqueror. I'm trying to remember. Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Majors is supposedly going to be Kang the Conqueror as well. Interesting, interesting stuff. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is supposedly going to tie in both the upcoming WandaVision and Sony Marvel's third Spider-Man movie. So I think we knew about the Spider-Man movie and uh, I forgot about that. The freaking Spider-Man movie, they freaking they freaking announced that or at least uh, it was reported by the news outlets is that freaking um, who uh. Uh, Alfred Molina, who I believe was the um, octopus Doc Ock from uh, the original Spider-Man films, uh, as well as Tobey Maguire, who was uh, the original Spider-Man in the in the, the movies uh, back in two thousand, I believe. Uh, then from the the reboot of Spider-Man before the current Spider-Man iteration, I forgot the Andrew Garfield, I think, uh, will be we will be in a movie. As well as um, uh, Gwen Stacy, I forgot her name. The girl that played Gwen Stacy, <laughs> I'm just I instantly have a picture in my head of <laughs> Andrew Garfield trying to save Gwen, and then she just falls and hits her. <laughs> oh, that's horrible of me, but you know what? I, I'm just I'm just I'm just being transparent with y'all. Either way, so you have that, and then you have um, um, what is her name? Damn it. The girl with the red hair. Why am I drawing a blank at this? I am. I am. I am not a nerd at all. 
just throw them on their cart away. What is her name? Mary Jane. Pretty yeah, Mary Jane. Yeah, I don't know why I drew a blank there, but either way, uh, Mary Jane, uh, the actor from the original Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire as well. She's supposedly gonna be making her return in this movie as well. And then uh, you're gonna have Jamie Foxx as well as the uh, as the um, Electro. So. Supposedly all those are going to be and then then even freaking dropping more bombs that apparently um, what's his name? Uh, Daredevil from the um, Netflix uh, TV series supposedly is going to freaking be in uh, in this movie as well as uh, uh, Peter's a lawyer um, in terms of however they set that up. So it's pretty obvious that they're doing they're messing with the multiverse type of a uh, thing and that they're going to like really literally address the multiple uh Spider-Man's <laughs> multiple Spider-Man's as separate universes in this uh in this movie which is that's pretty crazy uh which uh, I mean based off that alone I'm for sure so but I mean is it is yet to see how all that's going to play out and how they're going to juggle all this and then, you know, yeah, just how all that's going to play out overall. So, but I mean, that's going to be, that's shaping up to pre a pretty dope ass movie. Um, if it, you know, uh, delivers on, on those, uh, you know, potential promises. Then you have Marvel Stones. They said they're making a new Fantastic Four movie. Oh, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. And Obi Wan Kenobi, they said that freaking Hayden Christensen, who is the um uh pre Darth Vader uh, pre Darth Vader, is gonna be in this series as well as well as um uh Ewan McGregor uh going to be in uh in this. I think he was initially confirmed, but I think for sure confirmed at least now. So. There's the, there's Star Wars the Bad Batch, which apparently is a uh, clones from the Clone Wars. Is 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 Star is Lando from Star Wars gonna have his own a little event series? It's it's a lot. It's a lot, man. It, it's a lot. This is 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 too it, it, freaking freaking Buzz Lightyear is gonna, <laughs> freaking Buzz Lightyear is gonna have his own fucking. So. Uh man, so you could tell, man, they really trying to get these investors invested because, I mean, if I was an investor, I'm like, hey, you take all my money, <laughs> take all my money. So I at least viewed uh, a couple of the um the Marvel movie trailer. I mean, the Marvel TV series trailers like the Loki Falcon Winter Soldier WandaVision. They look like the caliber of a freaking uh, legit movie. I don't think it's known if um Christian Dunst. Yeah. Mary Jane from um. With Tobey Maguire, yep, you're right. Uh, I don't know if they confirmed that Donald Glover is going to be returning as Lando, but uh, he would definitely be. He was very solid in um in that solo movie, so I think it would be, it would be very sound. Actually, let me look real quick, see if that's confirmed, because I'm not sure if. Um. I would assume they would get him back somehow, especially since it's not a um a traditional TV series. It's just gonna be some they they 
they name it or list it as a limited event. So who knows? Um, oh, no, they actually do. They said uh, the project is still in early, early stages of development. Lucasfilm has yet to provide nearly any details on the project, including whether or not Billy D. Williams or Donald Glover who have played the character in the live action Star Wars installments are attached to the project. So at least it's up in the air, but the possibility could be there that Donald likely Donald would be returning to some extent. I would assume so. Yeah. It's pretty decent. It's it's a pretty good movie. Um, I liked it at least personally. So, um, I'm yeah, very Jesus. Um, let me tell you star Wars fans, uh, Marvel fans, gonna be eaten. You hear me? They gonna be eaten. They gonna be eaten. Eighteen. Just devouring. Just devouring. Man. If you either or fans, ugh, you you in you in for you in for a good time. I mean man, it's it's uh, let, I think let's just let's just let's just go into perspective real quick. It's just a great time to be a fan of a, a nerd, really, essentially, whether it's a gamer, comic book, Star Wars, whatever, it's a good time right now. It really is. It really is. I think that that should go without saying. But man, it's crazy. All of this within the same day. All this, all this coming out. Jesus, my God. Either way. So that's pretty much all the news for this week. Get get on to what I've been playing. Uh, boy. It's only one game, and that game is Yakuza Like a Dragon. I'm like, what, 70 hours in, and man, it is good. It is good. I still wish it was a it was a beat 'em up, but it's good. It's good. I'm I'm I feel like I'm close to beating it. Um, but uh, yeah. So man, it it is just the 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 plot is getting more interesting. There's some characters coming back that I'm like, oh shit. So, uh. Yes, I am thoroughly enjoying Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh, it is great. It is great. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I guess to address Cyberpunk, um, I did get it uh, when it dropped. I downloaded it ready on Steam, but I was like, ah, I'm so close to beating Yakuza. I was like, I feel like if I if I jump into Cyberpunk and don't finish Yakuza, I'm just going to be out of touch from Yakuza where it's just going to be a pain to try to get back up to speed. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just, let me just push through and uh, tough it out with Yakuza and, and beat it and then start playing cyberpunk. So at least that's my plan. So otherwise you probably would have got some brief cyberpunk impressions, but I fortunately did not, but I do have it probably expect next week to get some impressions on that. Um, but man, it's good, man. I mean, just, <laughs> I feel like I've talked about it before, but just the sub stories, uh, the side stories are really good, charming, endearing, as well as the main story, which is very interesting, engaging, uh, even thought provoking even. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I am getting like in, in, I feel like somewhat of a tough point where I've, I feel like a lot of reviewers I've heard said that the game does have this weird um, uh, difficulty curve, which at least I, I felt like I'm kind of running into, at least with this one boss fight. I don't want to spoil because it's very spoilery. But um, 
I, at least for that in preparation for that, I did actually there, they introduced a, um, a mini game where you're supposed to, it's essentially a means for, um, leveling, leveling up pretty quickly, which I at least did one round and fully beat it. Uh, but I may potentially have to do it again. At least <laughs> I was getting my ass whooped by this, uh, boss. And, um, yeah. So, you know, just the fun of that, but I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Difficulty wise, I feel like I'm in this, this area where it's like, it's possible, but it's just difficult. So I don't know. It's just a matter of trying to figure that out. But, um, all in all, I'm loving it though. I'm still loving it. Don't get it wrong though. It's great. It's great. Really is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's good though. It's good. It really is. Uh, at least time wise, <laughs> this is me playing everything, but, um, it, uh, it was like, I'm like 70 hours in, I think. Uh, and that's, I guess, including doing mu- pretty much majority of the side stuff, uh, at least especially the sub story. So I thought it was going to be way longer than that, like a hundred plus hours. So thank God it isn't, <laughs> but, um, I'm at least, I'm satisfied with it so far. So. I've planned to beat it today. I'm pretty sure I'm close to beating it today. And then finally I can engulf myself, sub- submerge myself even in the world, the environment that is cyberpunk. I want to, I want to see my dick out. <laughs> like, I guess apparently there's some, there's this, uh, there's this, uh, uh, some news or, or on Twitter and stuff that like when you're editing your character, your dick just comes out. <laughs> just funny as hell to me but uh can't wait for my dick to flop if that's if that's the thing i don't i don't i don't, I don't know if that's a thing or not but i'll find out if i <laughs> am one of the lucky few whose dick pops out i don't i don't get i don't know uh boy that just got weird so <laughs> moving on to what i've been uh watching uh mandalorian man 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 uh if you are a fan of star wars and the previous especially the movies and stuff boy you are in for a treat with this previous episode that came out uh i don't really i don't even want to spoil it that's just how good it is so i'm not i'm actually not but it's really good a really good episode uh that kind of piggies back off of the uh the previous episode to a greater degree that uh it's just if if fan service was an episode it will for sure be this one because man, all I'm going to say keyword keyword redemption. There were, there was a lot of redemption this episode for sure. Hands down redemption, redemption, redemption. That's all I'm going to say. All I'm going to say Uh, family guy. I've actually been watching that uh, a fair bit as well. Um, <laughs> I'm catching up on the, the, the episodes I missed out on. Um, I mean, his family guy. I, I, it's pretty much nothing much to tell outside of that. Uh, then on a freaking whim, just on like, you know what? I haven't seen this. I saw uh, on Netflix, uh, Batman, the killing joke. Uh, I have, I have some feelings about this, this uh, movie. Um, just as well as indifference really, but to the point where I had to research 
like the 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 main material, the the base material of this movie. But uh, it's been what it's it came out in twenty sixteen. I think it's okay to get in somewhat semi spoiler territory with this one. But uh, at least in terms of the plot of the movie, um, it starts off, it, which I think it's it feels essentially like a Batwoman Batgirl movie. And then it then it goes into the Killing Joke comic, which I guess I kind of understand and don't understand at the same time, in terms of context. But uh, I guess they wanted to give you more impact on the movie um, when the pivotal moment happens in the in the comic that is translated to this movie. But um, it was just some weird stuff, just to kind of like highlight over it, like you know, there's. <sighs> There's the traditional, you know, uh, bad guy that you're trying to track down. And then, then Batgirl fucks Batman. So <laughs> that didn't happen in the comics. So they just added that out of nowhere, I guess. So, you know, there's that, you know, Batman just, B- Batwoman just starts fucking Batman. So, you know, hey, there's that. It wasn't graphic or anything. So, you know, but I mean, it was like, all right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought that I was in the comic. I was like, oh, I guess this is in the comic. But then after research, like, no, it's not. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So that was weird. It just, it just seemed, um, it just seemed very out of place. Uh, at least, uh, not knowing that after the fact or before, before even before knowing that. But I mean, I, I say, all sex scenes in a in a movie where you're not expecting it, I think always generally are kind of out of pace unless it's like a lot of build up where you're hoping they like hoping they you know they they fuck really but in, at least in this one this was like it's like uh, okay I guess all right <laughs> the best way to describe it um so it was like the first half of that and then you know that bat girl like uh because you know well because you fucked batman you knew what was gonna happen now she feels some type of way and now she's like you know what i'm done being bat girl and then she you know gives batman her bat bat clothes clothed in this clothes she's fully clothed clothed this time but you know um <laughs> that was a weird thing too there's they were fucking on the top of a building and then the weird creepy there's like a gar- a gargoyle statue looking over them fucking it was like what well, um uh, okay all right <laughs> all right <laughs> that was my right <laughs> all right <laughs> I literally said that tomorrow all right uh but i digress um and then the next segment or act it basically seems like the killing joke, which was the original comic, which I never wrote, uh, read, um, uh, 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 outside of just watching this movie. Um, apparently I guess at least doing some research on it, it was, uh, it came out in the eighties, 88, I think 1988, I want to say, um, but at least seeing it on the screen, um, it was good for the most part. <sighs> It it just got it just got iffy because uh, I mean, just to spoil it at this point, like uh, Batgirl, aka Barbara, uh, I guess she was in her apartment. It just just to highlight some of the aspects. So, uh, and before I go to that, uh, Joker got out of the asylum, which I guess it's this this is just a cycle where he basically gets locked in the asylum figures out to get get out and then Batman has to find him and bring him back in. And then the cycle seems to always repeat, uh, not knowing the Batman comics and in general story as much, but that seems to be the general gist. So 
he got out and now he's uh he's causing havoc and then uh I guess he has this this vendetta about uh trying to um drive people into madness and then he freaking shoots Barbara uh in in the pivotal moment where she's you know uh paralyzed and then the it gets in a weird territory where uh apparently it seems like it's like at least uh suggested or implied that potentially the Joker raped her. It's not like for sure for sure concrete evidence, but at least for sure on the animated movie, it seems to be very implied that she potentially was raped. Um, but then again, that's a whole weird gray area. I don't know if this is, you know, but at least from the, for sure the movie, it seems that way. And then with the photos, like you at least for sure undressed her while she was bleeding out and freaking paralyzed, but whatever. I mean, that's a whole other thing, but then the story gets into a weird area where they like, they uh get commissioner Gordon and they undress him and they try to break him and make him go insane, but that doesn't work. You know, they show his daughter in front of him, like, bleeding out naked and you know that that's pretty hard and tough but then after all that you know he tells batman when he's about to you know uh try to get with uh try to um capture the joker uh batman do it by the books like all right that's i mean i'm uh, you of all people you should want him killed for doing what he did to your daughter but hey you know that's justice either way that's a whole nother thing but he, they have a you know whole fight, and then towards the end, which is my biggest gripe with the with the movie, is that, and I guess it's the same for the comic, but they toward the end, uh, when they know what's about to happen, the Joker says he makes this joke. Uh, I'm trying to remember it. He's like, um, there's two crazy people in this asylum, and they both try to leave. Uh, they they get to the rooftop to escape. And then there's a gap between the building uh, to, to, you know, fully escape. And then uh, the one makes it over fine, but then the other is scared and, and, and um, can't, can't do it. Um, then the one guy offers, all right, hey, uh, I'll just flash a light and then you can cross over. And then the other guy's like, uh, no, uh, no, you're not. Uh, you're just going to uh, flash a light on the beam and then, then, uh, take it away. So no, I'm not going to do it or something like that. And so, or no, he, I think the biggest part was like, what do you think? I'm crazy. I'm not going to do that. And then essentially both of them just even Batman for the first time, I don't think, I think ever like just starts laughing, like cr- just out of control and that's it. <laughs> Credits roll after that. Just Batman touches, uh, just leans on Joker and they just uncontrollably laugh. And I'm like, what, (laughs) what, um, what? So yeah, I mean, I get the implications. I understand the joke is like kind of a correlation between Batman and the Joker's relationship in terms of obviously Joker being crazy and Batman being the same one. And, you know, I guess somewhat of a satire of their relationship, which I get that. But I was like, I, I guess that makes you just control uncontrollably laugh of all things. But I mean, you know, so that's just my issue with the ending. I guess it just wasn't, 
it wasn't conclusive, I guess. It's just it, it left a lot of room for interpretation, which I mean, I get to one extent. But and I guess apparently that's the same case with the comics itself, um, not being a huge comic book like nerd. But. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just indifferent about that. That just I just after all that, especially especially, you know, <laughs> Paralyzed and Barbara, the, the girl you fucked and had relations with. And, you know, potentially Joker raped and, you know, stripping Commissioner Gordon and embarrassing his ass and then, uh, you know, trying to drive him insane by showing his naked daughter in front of him and stuff like that. It's like. Y'all just laugh after all that. It's just a joke after. <sighs> yeah, I don't. that's just my 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 impressions on that. But either way, outside of that, it's a pretty good movie. I mean, it's thought provoking, if anything, but, you know. And then, of course, Attack on Titan season or my bad, the final season. They don't even give you any room for interpretation. It's the final season. Um, it was it's a couple questions I had about it. I guess. Apparently, I guess that's the big revelation about this episode is that the Titans are actually just another faction they're fighting against the people who are enclosed in the walls, I guess, at least going from this episode. So I think, but I, I, I feel like they, I think they revealed that technically in the previous season to some extent. So I don't know. Oh no, it was a pretty good episode though. But, um, that was just the one aspect that I was like kind of curious about and you know, want to know more, but I, I, I assume they did that to, you know, fully dissect that in the following episodes, but all in all attack on Titans back, even though, you know, I know the second season was kind of weak, but, um, season's back. So it's, it's attack on Titan. I'm going to tell you, you got, uh, they had the cool techniques of people, <laughs> uh, which was, that was another thing I was curious about, I guess the beast master Titan beast Titan can like morph people into Titans that aren't Titans, which that was a thing I was kind of, uh, unclear about, but I don't know. All in all, um, yeah, that's, uh, it was a tackle Titan and that's pretty much all I would have been up to since last episode at least. So, yeah. So outside of that, I think that'll conclude episode 84 switches sites. Um, yeah. Um, if you do enjoy this podcast and, uh, like the support to show, feel free to like rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast and platforms. Any feedback is appreciated. Good or bad. Um, what else? Uh, you can follow me on, Twitter at a switch. You can also catch this show, uh, live on a uh, twitch TV slash a switch. Ideally <laughs> in a perfect time, uh, on Thursdays, uh, roughly around three to 4 PM PST. But a lot of times lately it has not been happening, but I'll do my best to try to do that. Um, yeah, you can also catch, uh, the archive of this show on, youtube.com slash a switch as well um 
Of course, I forgot the longest any questions you'd like to submit to show. You can submit them at a switch TV at gmail.com as well. Um, outside of that, uh, hey, happy cyberpunk week. And, you know, Game Awards was great as well. So, you know, there's that. But until next time, guys, um, don't touch people that don't want to be touched. Don't cough. <laughs> um, get get your game on. Oh, yeah. Nobody's safe.